Good afternoon. Welcome to Dystopian Hot Dog. Hot Dog in the red corner. <laughs> Weighing in at 43 pounds with striking ginger hair, it's Marvin the Bastard, child of a, of a man from Preston, also from Lancashire. Dick, does that, we need to work on that. Yeah, I think so. And in Dickinson, and in the blue corner, all the way from South Yorkshire, undefeated in no fights because he can't fight. This is his first fight against the guy who also can't fight. It's Tam the Claw. <laughs> Ryan. And I just come in and my fingers yeah. are so bent in from yeah. uh, a severe rheumatoid arthritic condition that has so far gone undiagnosed and has passed under the Boxing Commission. Yeah. Uh, that because it's under a glove. Yeah, yeah. They've not seen it. They've not seen my gnarled fingers. No. They've been checking the, the, for detached retinas because that's more important to them. They think I'm called the claw because I've got an element of the hooded claw about me who was the arch ne- nemesis of Penelope Pitt. They've stuff. not looked at your fingers. They don't know about my fingers. And, yeah. And your fingers, perfect for the boxing glove. Yeah. Because look at them now. They yeah. just fit in like just that. Just fit in. They just you're, fit in. You, and therefore, you're going to beat me in the boxing fight. Well, I've only, I'm only hitting with this, with this fist. Right. The claw there is, is a fender. So ah, I'll, right. I'll put the jab out with the claw. Pour with it a little bit. I'll pour with it. Well, that's what I say. I pour with a claw. Pour. Yeah. It makes sense, doesn't it? There you go. It makes sense. So there we are. We're, we're back. Um, uh, another episode. Another episode. Yeah. So uh, fasten your seatbelts and. Uh, um, yeah, this is going to be one hell of a fucking ride. Yeah, yeah. Spin me faster! Spin me faster, you bastard! Did you do that on the waltzer? Yeah, uh, no, but I, I used to avoid the waltzers. Oh, why? Because the guy used to move around spinning it, yeah. didn't he? And, and he was so cocksure when he had a fag on the go, yeah. glasses, spots, perhaps a scar around his neck. Didn't like him. Preferred the fairground gypsy to stay in the hut. Oh, right. Okay. Stay in your hut. That's just your natural fear of gypsies, though, isn't it? Coming through. Because they were scary people, the gypsies. Oh, no. Unquestionably, yeah. Yeah, they are. They, they, well, I, mean, are I mean, they've got such confidence, mm. but they don't even have a home. I, if I didn't have a home, I'd be low on confidence. If I was going place to place in a caravan, I'd be thinking, what the fuck has happened to my life? But maybe that's because... They thrive in the caravan. But, 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 but hang on. Maybe that's because you're enslaved to the draconian laws of society. The gypsy operates outside that structure. The freedom with which those bastards operate. And therefore, they just get a generic sense of self-expression. And that culminates in them jumping around on the waltzers. Spin me faster, you bastard! I just like saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you American when that you That could be yeah. my new catchphrase. Yeah. Spin me faster, you bastard! Yeah. As it's incongruous, I like it. Perfect for kids' entertainment. Yeah. Oh, did King Mini tell you about this? The kids' entertainment thing that I did the other week. Oh, yeah? Lost a call. Uh, no, Bamber Bridge Catholic Club. Near the Withy Trees there. Near the what? Near the Withy Trees pub. Oh, right. Not like an area of trees. Yeah. <laughs> And there's a part where I do like a magic bodily warm-up where I get the kids to identify different parts of the body and warm it up. And mm. I jokingly ask the kids, what are these bits called here? Oh. Hoping, no, no, this is, it sounds okay. really bad now. Real alarm bells going off here. Sometimes kids say lungs. Sometimes they'll say nipples. But the funniest bits is when a five-year-old boy shouts boobies. Yeah. And then it's a funny moment 
because I've I've said this is your chest. I'm like pointing out going, so really, this is your chest, but the kid's shouting boobies. Yeah. And it's a funny moment, right? Because like, oh, sorry, mums and dads, stop shouting boobies. Yeah. It's like a funny, sounds a bit sick in this setting, <laughs> but it works. You just have to take my word for it that it works and it is by no means resembling well, anything. Hang on, what if someone shouts tits? Well, it's never happened before. Okay. This is why I'm telling you. Sorry, have I ruined the story? Go no, on. you've made it. Excellent. Tell For the us first all. time in doing 11 years of this shit routine, a kid finally calls my bluff and shouts, TITS! How old's the kid? Well, it's a five-year-old party, but one of the older kids, is, it's his brother, his big brother's Of course mate. it is, yeah. He's about eight. He's yeah. about nine. Oh, He's from Bamber Bridge. Right. I've invited him to shout what these bits are called. To him, the tits. He <laughs> shouted, TITS! So, what's happened at this point? Parents chuckling or muttering? Falling about. It's Bamber Bridge. They love kids shouting tits in Bamber Bridge. <laughs> it's what they live for in Bamber Bridge. <laughs> so it's made the party. So uh, what did you respond? Or, I, well, I, I, or I, you I, didn't have to do well, anything. Well, it, it just looked after itself yeah. and we moved on. That's funny. Much that. to everyone's hilarity. So, so welcome to this episode. Uh, we're both in a boxing ring. One of us got a claw and the other one asks children to shout tits at parties. <laughs> Available to be booked. Enjoy the episode. I like the way you did that with your hands on the intro. What would you call that in in the mime world? Uh, a mime world, that's like a put your lights on. You know, Peter K where he's oh, telling yeah. people to put your, your lights on. on. Yeah, where... he's doing flashy fingers, extending yeah. the digits. Yeah, my nickname has been Flashy Fingers down the years. <laughs> um, and it did get me into trouble a bit yeah, from sure time to time. And that's why he's not allowed back in that convent. Yeah, and, and also that school. But, you know, you're only trying to liberate the nuns. Liberate the nuns with the fingers. The Bible is open to interpretation. Always. And apparently my interpretation hmm. was wrong. So But you only find out through making those mistakes. You show me a man who's not misinterpreted the Bible and made a mistake with his fingers and and I'll show you I don't know if I've got the phrase right, but I will show you a liar. I don't know if that made sense as a saying, but you know what I fucking mean. Everyone has made mistakes with nuns is the moral of the story. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, uh, they've become better people and reformed characters for it. So, actually, the nuns are doing us a service. So, well done, nuns. Yeah, thanks thanks, uh, thanks to the nuns. We've got a lot of nun listeners out there. Yeah, and this podcast is dedicated to nuns. Yeah, thanks for listening, nuns, and enjoy the podcast. I've got written down here on our very expansive agenda, blocker of toilet, Patrick Beeman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's just because I was looking at uh, an article, which I'll just get up now. So if you're a blocker of a toilet, you're probably not... Well, you might be listening to this podcast, but what exactly does a blocker of a toilet do? And why are they doing it? Well, this is going to surprise you, Marvin, yeah. but uh, this this he blocks toilets. What's the headline there? Man who repeatedly blocked woman's toilet, jailed for 150 days. You've gone to jail for blocking a toilet? Yeah. He's had a two-year spell of toilet vandalism. Now, to me, toilet vandalism is just after you've had an especially rich booner than that before. <laughs> yeah. You do your own vandalism yeah. at the bottom of the pack. Yeah. Pebble dashing yeah. slash vandalism. Yeah. And it's not, a graf- it's not the act of a graffitiist. No. Because, you know... I like a bit of toilet graffiti, do you, by, while we're on it? 
you know, people who, who write things on walls in public toilets. All right, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, don't mi- act on them. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I'll tell you the best one I ever saw for a game of shithouse tennis, look left. And then I looked left and it said, look right. And then I looked right and then I was into the joke. You were playing shithouse tennis. That's a great piece of vandalism. So yeah. the, the author of that vandalism, I salute you. It might have been Dean Wang. In terms of creativity, Millie didn't do that, did she? No. But anyway, let's... let's I don't think Millie made it to the toilet. No, no. But Patrick D. B-Man. I like his surname. Superb name. Spelt as in a B. (laughs) Yeah, as a a really shit superhero. Yeah, and it's hard for him to be sneaky. Here comes (laughs) B-Man. Oh, Oh. my arse has fallen off. (laughs) Yeah, his arse has fallen off. He stung someone. Yeah, and also... Patrick D. Beeman. They love that, the Americans, don't yeah, they? They love yeah. making a thing of the initialed middle name. What would yours be? Tamlin... Tam L. Ryan. Tam L. Ryan. Shit. What, what's yours? J, mate. Marvin J. Dickinson. Just that be- works. I mean, Marvin you sound J. Texan yeah. already, don't you? Just Marvin J. J. Dickinson. Yeah. Texan, I said. Yeah. Very uh, <laughs> good. Patrick Beeman... 26, apologised for so, his So he should know better. In a statement read during Monday's sentences, said, uh, I need to make things right and pray for forgiveness every single day. Because that's he's from Wisconsin. <laughs> but what's that bit? Go, so, um, Go on. He, he told police he'd had urges to do strange things, such as look for plastic bottles to put in the loo. Now, this guy isn't a fucking criminal. He's a prankster. <laughs> he's fucking Beadle incarnate. He is. He's fucking Beadle. Yeah. B-man, Beadle. But look what he was ordered to pay. $5,500. For putting fucking plastic bottles down the toilet. Yeah, effectively blocking up women's toilets. Why was it just the women's ones, though? Well, that's the interesting point, isn't it? He's left the men's alone. So, you imagine it might be some kind of sexual deviation. That's where I'm. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But, I mean, imagine him serving those 150 days incarcerated I mean I've never been to prison but you must have those chats with other inmates yeah going um, what are you in for yeah oh yeah I, block, I blocked the women's women's toilets with a range of plastic bottles you, over a period of two years you you did what man I I was um, yeah I heard what you fucking said yeah oh well why could uh, you do that you sick motherfucker well it gives it, it may, it may it, I get funny feelings so that that's basically a reconstruction of the conversation that took place, wasn't it? Yeah. Because the bloke he was talking to, the character I was playing, was from Cornwall, obviously, as you could hear there. Yeah. So yeah. it was the... <laughs> Have you ever had a toilet incident of any kind? I've had many. I've had... My two main toilet incidents... One, I, I was about 17, and I, I was I was a melancholy prick for a while when I was 17. Okay. I was being mucked around by this, this woman, this girl, this young lass. And I decided that I was going to be, oh, I'm heartbroken, I'm in love. And it was somewhere, oh, yeah. and I thought, yeah, yeah. and I was a dick, and I went and bought fucking six cans of lager, and I went and just sat and drank them on the park. And then I was a bit pissed after four or five cans, and I went, oh, I need the... T-. So I went for a... I needed a crap on more park toilets. Like, twilight time, half eight, nine o'clock. So I go for a crap on more park toilets in Preston. Close the door. Traditional. Next minute, I hear someone follow me as I'm doing my, producing my first poo. Mm-hmm. I hear footsteps come into the toilet and the guy goes right up to the door 
and his feet are protruding at the bottom of the door. That is so fucking hell. That is frightening. All I could see you were see his shoes. So I'm half pissed. What's he's got shoes on? Yeah, they're like Clark's. I remember him looking like Clark's headmaster you shoes. You can tell a lot about a person's personality from their shoes. So yeah. that's actually a poignant moment. Yeah. If he's got a big fucking shiny loafer on, yeah. I'm immediately phoning the police. Yeah. It's before the days of mobiles. Oh, of course 1993, it is. mate. You are vulnerable. I'm vulnerable. I'm pissed. What happened? Well, I, ju- I just stayed still for ages. I, I, I can't remember if I said anything, but what he was basically doing was presenting himself, I think, to say, I'm here. I've got my clock shoes on. I can't see if he's wearing trousers. All I can see is the clocks. Oh. So I just stayed still for what felt like an eternity. And eventually, the local headmaster with no trousers on just walked away. But all I can remember is footsteps and then, and he didn't speak. He didn't speak. All he did was present his feet under, maybe that was enough for him. Maybe he was, maybe he was wanking on the other side. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe he, maybe his thing was just presenting the shoes to someone who's defecating. Maybe that's his thing. But yeah, how mad is that? The silence and the shoes. It's it's almost, it's taking me back to some kind of clockwork orange, kind of Stanley Kubrick inspired. Yeah, and looking back now, how normal his shoes were. Like you say, they weren't like, it wasn't an outlandish winkle picker or anything like that. No. Or a flip-flop. Or no, or like a, you know what we really scared? An elf shoe with a bell on the end. Yeah, or someone who looked like they, you know, nipped off from a screening or a staging of Aladdin. (laughs) And they're not on till act two. And they decided to duck down to Moor Park. Aladdin up. <laughs> but it wasn't any of those things. No, it wasn't. Which is a shame. Yeah. That's or, looking back. Or a clown shoe. So the clown shoe, if the clown shoe or could end up playing, if he smuggled in the clown shoe underneath, yeah. he could basically play footsie with you because the foot is so long. <laughs> or, you know, that takes me back to, have you seen the Arctic Monkeys video on uh, fluorescent adolescent? No. It's a load of clowns. Oh. Hard man. clowns in a massive scrap. And that's something that, that would, that, that's akin to. Yeah. Oh, And goodness. also, you don't know if there's just one clown out there. Because you think, right, if I might open the door and just fucking windmill, yeah. wipe me bum, flush the chain, yeah. orthodox, yeah. and then windmill the fuck out of the clown outside. But if there's <clears> if there's a plethora of clowns... If there's a... If there's a what's the plural for clowns? A fuck circus of clowns. If there's a fuck circus of clowns out there, then it's over. And, and to reach a fuck circus, there has to be a minimum of four. Anything up to four is just a group of... Yeah. A group, a group of clowns. When it goes to four, the... <laughs> just a group up to three and then the collective noun is a fuck circus <laughs> google it mate google it if you oh, think we're funny. talking shit but quickly my other toilet story was at university yeah and it was back in the days where there'd be little holes huh little holes in the walls you know, oh, so people oh, could okay. peep on each other yeah yeah so what I would always have to do, yeah, uh, back at John Moore's University, yeah, you go in. The first thing you do is you check that the walls are. You, you do your own sort of like little plastering job uh-huh. using with, using toilet roll, toilet paper, wet, wet, wet it, wet up saliva, lube up the toilet roll. Whatever, yeah. you use your own spit. Or if you've yeah. got KY jelly on, you use that. Just lube up <laughs> Ex- the hole. I've been expecting a clown visit. <laughs> anyway, so I'm in there and I'm, I'm having the poo. I'm yeah. sat down Good. and I'm reading the, the paper, and I hear a little shuffling up to my left. Look up to my left. The toilet roll's gone. Looking down at me. One solitary eye. He's 
pick the tissue out, out of, of that out one of the hole. holes. Going round, unpicking my plaster. Your plaster job, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wowza. I fucking lost it. I lost it. I remember just like hitting the wall and it was quite a firm wall and it hurt my hand a bit. So that, I remember that. I was like, oh, fuck off! Fuck off! And I think I said something because it was 1996. <laughs> so it's 23 years ago. It's always 96. I think I said something a bit homophobic. But then I remember getting scared because I got really aggressive and I thought, well, you don't know he's not a clown. I can't see his feet. No. I've just seen his eye. And it's hard to tell a clown from just the eye. From the eye. I couldn't see any makeup. That's another good game show, by the way. <laughs> yeah. The eyes of a clown. Eyes of a clown. <laughs> and we're full circle. We've gone back to Marvin's soul singing. The eyes of a clown. <laughs> So I didn't know if it was a clown. No. And I shouted. <laughs> and, and he might not have... Are you a clown? <laughs> yeah. Are you a clown? <laughs> so my line of questioning yeah. was altogether flawed. Yes. He might not have wanted to have sex with me or watch me <laughs> shitting while he wanked. No. He might have just wanted to play clown or not clown. And there might have been a line of them waiting to play. People who are clowns and who are not clowns. There might have been lecturers there. I misread the situation. Listeners, your stories of clowns in public toilets, please. This is going to run and run. I'll give you my quick shithouse story. Yeah. It's not in a public toilet. Gone out in Sheffield, my mate Dan Kavanagh. I've never met Martin Collins before. And this is the, the, the guy Dan's sharing a house with. Very good friends with Dan. We've gone out on one of those... Imp- you know when you used to have impromptu beer sessions when the sun oh, came out? Before you know it, you're just on it. Yeah. You're just on it. Wonderful days, memories. Again, early 90s. And uh, we've gone out and we've done the classic finish, Curry House. Yeah. What time? About half 12, one o'clock. Yeah. Classic curry time. Yeah. Full works. Pissed as a fart I am. Pissed as a fart. Full of curry. Yeah. Staying at Dan's house. Oh, not on your home ground at the end of the night. No. Which he's... And my, which as as a nighttime police officer... Yeah. With a, with a wealth of experience in these situations, looking at it, that's already the first point where the story's going a bit wrong for me. Correct. Do carry on. You want your own turf you're on when you're on, in that state. If you're full of fucking ale, yeah. you're now full of curry, yeah. those two things mean get home. Get home at the end of it. Yeah. You've not gone home. No, I've not gone home. Crucial point is, I've never met Martin Collins, but I know him by reputation from what Dan said. What's his reputation? He's from Leicester. That's not his reputation. He is from Leicester. Yeah. Uh, and he's got a shaved head. He's very intelligent, but he's also... The thing that strikes people about him is his level of intensity. Fuck. Now, these things aren't major issues until I'm in this state on enemy grounds. Yeah, you're on enemy grounds. And you've the, 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 the factors that you've given me... Intelligent, shaved head, intensity. You're making me think Breaking Bad. <laughs> You're making me think of Walter White. Yeah. But yeah. with a Leicester accent. Yeah, okay. So, but you, you're, on, not, have, you're not miles away. Have you not encountered him till this moment? No, I, I think I've said hello to him. Uh, not enough. Uh, mate, but, 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 you know, that's all we've done. It's not enough. 
Anyway, you can possibly guess where this story's going. So uh, the next thing I recall is waking up on Dan's sofa. And what's woken me up is the sound of someone shouting. There's, there's a level of fury that my fuzzy head can't quite comprehend. Who's done it? Oh. Who's done it? Who has done that? That there needs sorting. At this point, I'm still coming round and very, very hazy. And I remember thinking, Dan. Is that, is that Dan that's shouting that? No, no. It's Collins. It's not Dan's voice. It's Collins' voice. Yeah. I haven't made that connection yet, but it's a voice I don't recognise. But you immediately think, oh, Kavanaugh, what have you done? <laughs> you Kavanaugh. fucking amateur. Yeah. I, I, I moved the covers back to get up. At this point, I notice the shit that is all down my leg. Oh my God, man. All over the sofa. Shit. Literally everywhere. Yeah, shit everywhere. Yeah. At this point, I'm thinking, this might be related to the shouting. Collins comes in just at the point where I've lifted the blanket back. To reveal shit. It's like train spotting. It's almost as if Irving Welsh was there going, making notes in the corner. Yeah. Collins has gone. You. <laughs> like a really shit lottery advert. Yes, it's you. <laughs> yeah. And I've sort of turned my head. It might have been me. <laughs> so I thought, we'll give him some room for doubt. Yeah. At this point, to my utter relief, Dan comes down the stairs. But he's got really curly hair, Dan. He looked, I remember him turning around and looking like Leo Sayer. <laughs> and I thought, oh, well, that's brought a bit of light relief. Maybe I can deflect it. and yeah. look. And so I actually went, Dan, look at your hair. <laughs> And he went, you make me feel like dancing. <laughs> I thought this would lighten the mood. It's that a, was a miscalculation. Mate, that's such a lovely childish thing to do, isn't it? I've shit myself. There's shit everywhere. I'm on, I'm on foreign ground. I'm being accused of shitting everywhere on foreign ground by the guy who's the scariest guy here. I'm going to point at someone else and go, look, look at his hair. <laughs> Don't worry about the feces. Look at his hair. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I thought. But Collins didn't even look oh, round. Collins isn't going to flinch. He knows what his hair's like for a starter. Yeah. He knows he looks like Sayer. <laughs> he knows what the morning Dan looks like. Fucking what a lovely tactic. Yeah, a lovely yeah. childlike approach. Yeah, it didn't work. Didn't no, work. It didn't work. Anyhow, Dan, Collins has made a walks towards oh. me at this point. Oh, there could be violence from Collins. Mate, the stare in his eyes, I will never forget. It was really, really intense. So Dan's got between us. <laughs> And he sort of pattered Collins away. But he's not spoken yet. I don't know what I've done. Because this is a surprise to him, what I've done on the sofa. So there's clearly a primary incident upstairs. Yeah. So you're thinking it might not be shit upstairs. I don't know what's upstairs. I imagine it's potentially shit related and that I'm responsible. Yeah. Because he said you. Yeah. He said you. The clues were there. Yeah. I'm covered in shit. He's pointed at me. But but a good police officer, as you are in this moment, like when we watch Broadchurch, it's not always obvious what, what the cause is on Broadchurch, is it? You think, hang on, there's probably a twist here. There's got to be a twist. Yeah. Is there a twist? 
No. <laughs> You'd shit everywhere, aren't you? So uh, uh, eventually, Dan's, Dan's sh- uh, ushered him to one side, I think, into the kitchen area, allowing me to explore one or two options, bolt for the door or actually face what face what I've done. And I thought, I've got to face it. I've gone upstairs and gone into the bathroom. Jesus Christ, it's like someone's had a shit festival over the entire bathroom. Not just one person shitting in there. Is it, is it like there's been a fuck circus of shitters in there? <laughs> yeah, they've got six clowns, six dirty clowns in there. And they just say, they've shut the door and go, we'll see you in an hour. Do your best. On right. unicycle, they're shitting what's on that, unicycles. Well, what's, what's happened is they've got a bath, and you know some people have the extension of the bath, and it's a tiled area. Yeah. Oh right? yeah. I think I've misappropriated that as the toilet. Ah right. Because yeah. that's where the primary feces is. Yes. Yeah, so area. I've sat there, ironically opposite the toilet, opposite the toilet. The toilet's facing me, and I've shit there. Yeah. But I've not had the wherewithal <clears throat> to think this shit's complete. I've left it. It's quite neat that bit. Quite yeah. neat, triangular. Uh, but then I've kept shitting, evidently, as I've got up and made my way around the bathroom. And then it appears that I've done a little circle or perhaps a dance because there is shit literally positioned all around me. You Almost like a Henri Matisse. You couldn't have, in a sober state, patterned the shit as well as that, could you? No. You've had to be pissed for that artistic side of you to come out. Yep. Bit on the mirror. Oh, lovely. So I've gone high. Yeah. There's some on the toothpaste. There's shit on the Colgate. I'm really on Collins' side now. Of course you are, mate. Yeah. Because it looks it looks like a deliberate act. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It looks like, like as you say, we've hired the shit circus. It's like it's like what you've done when you're pissed. You've had the shit opposite the toilet, and then you've gone ah in for a penny, in for a pound. I'm, I'm <laughs> Helicopter. <yeah. laughs> I'm already in trouble. I might as well make it look like there's been a fuck circus of clowns and shitting. But it's amazing how karma works because you know now I've got still got a few ass problems now, and I look oh, back yeah. at that incident yeah, and think yeah. I'm paying for my mistakes. Oh yeah, definitely. And, and gay abandon yeah. of, of toilet visits yeah, back don't in make the day. It a gay thing, but so anyway, you, mean, you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. So anyway, I tidied up. I thought I was going to be sick, but I I cleaned it up. Collins was ushered out. He worked. So he was ushered out, he'd had his shirt and tie, and he hadn't had a shower, he was a very unhappy man. And I revisited the crime scene a week later with a big load of beer for Collins. Yeah. And I left him a sort of note and a letter and said, you know, I hope we can move move on from here. And Did, and he, did he move on? We're very good friends. Are you? Well, we're not. But we, we became decent friends for a while. Decent friends. And then what happened is, I shat in his car. Okay, well, thanks very much for listening. It's been a we glorious just... roller coaster of yeah, well, emotion. Yeah, some poo in there, some poo emotion. A lot of poo today, very poo heavy. Yeah, uh, heavy, heavy poos, heavy poos. We need the poo was heavy after the honey, wasn't he? I always found Eeyore a really annoying presence in Winnie the Pooh. Well, he was just a depressing bastard, wasn't he? Now, sometimes you need that. You need the sort of Coldplay, Chris Martin element to, you know, a story to give Tigger was the antithesis of Eeyore, wasn't he? Well, that's right. So he balanced Tigger's enthusiasm. Imagine being on a stag do with Tigger and Eeyore. 
Fucking hell. Well, yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd have to choose your seats very carefully, wouldn't you? Yeah. You'd need Owl with you, wouldn't you? Because Owl's been around the block. He'd know how to get you in and out of scrapes. Yeah. Owl would talk his way out of any shit. Yeah. Piglet, you'd send him in first, I think. You know, if you wanted to chat up some girls. Yeah. Send Piglet. He's got a certain charm, but really he's dumb as fuck, Piglet. Yeah. So you send him in and he's sort of the, the line, wouldn't he? Yeah, 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 exactly. He'd yeah. report back. And on you go, and then your best lines come out. Yeah, and then you don't know who the best wingman is because you might want to go with Eeyore to chat to the ladies because you know the ladies like the sensitive type sometimes. They might see Eeyore as a cry for help. Yeah, so, maybe. So it might be a sympathy shag for the donkey. And he's a donkey, so... <laughs> so he's, yeah, he's, he's well. He's, he's a big lad, yeah, isn't he? he's a big lad as well, huh? Um, so, the, so the girls who want the sympathy shag with the big dick will go for Eeyore. Um, and you can pick up the bits off that, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, welcome to How to Pull, if you're going out with the characters from Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. And now we know, now we know. We'll be putting this to the test this week, and we'll come back and report the results. Yeah, because you wouldn't, know, on paper, you'd think, I'm going to team up with Tigger, but Tigger might do their fucking head in with his bouncy ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think he'd have initial success, Tigger, then after five minutes, you'd be like... Who's this? Who's this stripey prick? Bastard. Yeah, get yeah. him out of the way. Get a bit of melancholy in. He all steams in. He's vulnerable. Needs an arm round him. Got a big cock. <laughs> I know who she's getting in the taxi with. Yeah. So there we go. So that's the end of it. Is that the end of another oh, episode? Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again soon. Yeah. Keep e- it Eeyore. Eeyore. Eeyore.